Have you been thinking about buying, selling, or investing in real estate? Tyler and Shana Camps with Keller Williams Realty have been serving New Mexico families for over 10 years. With their knowledge and guidance, you're guaranteed to have a slam dunk experience. Give them a call at 505-615-8437. The Dave Press Podcast. Yes, indeed. There's a cross TV oh. and a dunk for Udeze from Alec. And one chance for the old fashioned three point play for Mo. Got his man in the air. Now they kick it out front. Aces. Straight on three. Blocked again by Ned. Ned ahead. Ned to the rim. Ned hammers with two hands. All right, welcome back to the Pit Press Podcast. Hey, I said it slow there. Try saying that three times fast. Uh, I'm your host, Ryan Amore. I don't even know if I said that. Um, Eric Moulton was in... I need to spend more time there. He was... I don't know what the hell he was doing. He was in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, I spent a night in Memphis when I moved across country, and it was great, and then kind of drove around Nashville. Um, so I'm very jealous. I don't know what the hell he was doing out there. But... Uh, before I get to his replacement today, who I would say is an upgrade, uh, welcoming back to the show, he is the voice of Western New Mexico, but he is also a UNM alumni. His name is Mr. Ed Nunez. Ed, how are you today? Ryan, I'm doing great, man. Thanks again for having me on. I appreciate that. And filling in for Eric Malton, he is the assistant news director. Excuse me. Wow, butchered that. Assistant sports director. He's an anchor, producer, reporter. I think I gave you too much credit there, man. Jared Chester from KRQE. He's uh, Van Tate's right-hand man. I think he gets mad at me when I say that. So um, I make fun of myself all the time, and I've got Ed Nunez with, not to be confused with Eddie Nunez, the athletic director of UNM, but <laughs> Jared Chester from KRQE, man. Hey, thanks for joining me on such short notice. Of course, anytime, man. I don't get mad when you say that. I just when you said Batman, you're, I'm his Robin to Batman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't blame you for that. Uh, well, I welcome you both in on this Monday morning. It's kind of a short turnaround for the UNM men's basketball team. And Ed and I were the naysayers. Jared, I'll get your opinion here in a second. Uh, UNM goes into Viejas Arena in, in my favorite city, beautiful, America's finest city, San Diego. They beat the San Diego State Aztecs 76-67 in really a game that they controlled through the entire 40 minutes. And... I got to give them props where it's due. They, uh, this team sits 16 and two and they have two big wins, two quad one win. I would say St. Mary's is moving on up and they got top 25 votes. Um, it, to me, it's the win of the year for them. Uh, and I will defer to you. You and I both said they were going to go. I thought, I thought San Diego state was out for blood. Uh, they proved you and I wrong. Uh, I had San Diego state by six. I'll be honest. You know, Eric Moulton's the one that picked uh, the Lobos. Uh, they hadn't won there since 2017. The Lobos hadn't. And you met uh, the, the Mensa, the technical on Mensa of San Diego State 
the momentum switch to the Lobos. We got the good Jalen House down the stretch, made some tough shots, uh, buoyed on by that big San Diego State crowd, right? He's letting them have it, taking the mouthpiece out, finally gets a technical. Uh, big crowds can work, you know, for the other team, too, even here in the pit. We saw that with UNLV and Harkless, the way he performed when there's a big crowd. So, uh, Mashburn, uh, big down the stretch. I mentioned this on one of my posts today. Who would have thought that the Lobos win with Josiah Alec scoring zero points, right? Now, he did a good job on Matt Bradley defensively. He didn't score, and we didn't get the usual production from him uh, offensively. Now, defensively, he's there. He's always going to dive on the loose balls. The physical presence is always there. More Mo Udaisy played well. We didn't get much off the bench from Jenkins or Dan. But Mashburn and House, uh, respectively, Mash is first in the conference in scoring, and Mashburn uh, Mash is first and House is third. We got enough, you know, to, to uh, eke out a big win. I, I, and, I, and I'm first to tell you, Ryan, I was totally wrong. Big win for the Lobos. I no, I'm when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I was given a, a gentleman by the David Kinienda a hard time yesterday. He's a big NBA fan, and he was saying, Oh, well, Kevin Durant's out, and um, he took the Thunder to beat the Nets yesterday. And I was like, Well, you saw you both probably saw it on my Facebook post. I, I, I'm, I'm about it now. When you're wrong, you're wrong. I, I definitely thought the Minnesota Vikings would take down the New York Football Giants. Uh, a team that I have a tattoo of because of a bet I slash one loss. But when you're wrong, you're wrong. So that's my point with all of that. When you're wrong, you're wrong. Uh, I, I want to, before I get to to what, and Jared's around this team more, he covers them. And then he was at a press conference this morning. Um, I don't know what you can or can't give away because you haven't had a broadcast yet. But uh, Jeff Grammer wrote about it. And another, uh, he wrote about it and he posted about it. Josiah Alec had no points and two rebounds. But he's still a force on the court. And I think when your other four starters are in double digits and Udazi has 15 rebounds, you get 10 from him, 10 from Devontae Johnson, 20 from Ashburn, 29 from House. Sorry to repeat myself. I mean, that holy, holy moly. Like I, I imagine if Alex shows up. Holy, like I I'm trying not to curse here. Like that's that's a crazy, that's a crazy stat to me, and that they were able to do that. Um Jared, I I, I want to. I, I got two questions for you right off the bat. What did you think of that win? I mean, I probably know what you think of that win. And was there anything said at the press conference earlier today with with Coach Richard Patino that kind of struck you or that stood out? Well, I'm just gonna come out and say it. I thought, yeah, Alec did what he needed to do. When you go up against San Diego State, who is historically known for being a very physical team, that's what you got to do. I mean, that's what he said post game too. You had to out physical them in this game, and I think they did that. Morris was huge. Josiah, their post presence is what I really like about this Lobo team because they can dish it in, dish it out. But guess what? They're also going to be in there winning those the rebound battles. And you know what? Bowling around teams, that's what they needed to do against a strong SDSU team. And I think that's what really stood out to me in that game. Obviously, House going off 21 points in the second half was ridiculous. And Mash, Mr. Consistent, he now has 39 consecutive double-figure double games. This is the longest amount West, second longest nationwide. But I guess... What really stood out with Patino was just him saying that, that, you know what, he likes how his team really looked physically. And I think that's what I'll probably focus on today is just how big of a win that was. And all the players, Morris Udesi came up and spoke with us and he said, you know what, this is kind of the matchup that we had circled on the calendar. Like, this is the one we need to win. We need to stack up these wins. This is the type of win that's going to help us in March. And I think, you know what, it was. And yeah, that's all I got to say on that. <laughs> <laughs> I well, you kind of stole my thunder going next. Uh, I, I I would say it puts it might put Mashburn and House into Player of the Year 
in the conference, like kind of elevate that I, early enough. And I'm moving my hands around. I look like a former president of the United States. But anyway, um, how I'm talking right now, but um, uh, no, no politics here, but it's uh, I, I would say right now and Joe Lenardi yesterday, um, I had the pleasure of being at a friend's house who has a 75 inch TV and then two 50 inch TVs above those. And I kind of get crapped on for putting college basketball on all the time, but I do it. Um, and I, I got to watch my, I got to watch. I have, I have three teams. I have UNM and I have Rutgers university because of the ties with my family and they're, they're in the top 25, they're 23rd in the country. So, uh, what lacks in college football for me <laughs> is being brought up by college basketball this season. And then I got Hawaii cause I can bet on them at 10 o'clock on at mountain standard time on Saturday <laughs> nights. I love it. I'm getting a Hawaii men's basketball shirt. Um, and they're a fun team to watch in, in the, in the big West, but my my question to, to you is, and, and Jared, I'll, I'll start with you. Do you think that right now at this moment they're in the NCAA tournament with wins, with how they started with non-conference, and right now that St. Mary's win is is looking. They I think they have to beat Gonzaga, but that St. Mary's win is looking very very good on the road with what they're doing in the West Coast Conference. Would you say, Joe, then that's where I was going with this yesterday, Joe Lenardi has UNM of ESPN, has them as the first four out. Obviously, that might have changed, but sitting right here right now, do you think that they are a tournament team? I do. I think they are, and I think it's only going to you know, better their chances if they finish out this year strong. Ed? I think one of the things uh, Jared talked about, this is big, a win on the road, and we have to be more physical against a physically stronger and tougher team. Look at Matt Bradley. That that, that guy's put together, right? Uh, men's side, those, those guys were more physical. Uh, so the win Saturday is uh, – uh, you and I talked about this on the podcast last week, Ryan. If uh, Is it a game changer if they beat San Diego State? Uh, they still have that Fresno State loss looming over their heads, right? I think it's – right now, yes, absolutely, I think it's a tournament team. I, I agree with Jared. Yeah, and also I just want to add, too, I mean, I think Boise State is a team that's on the rise, obviously receiving votes in the top 25. And I think if they beat them as well, maybe even on the road, because they play them on the road later in the season, that could also just, yeah, boost their chances. And they're here Friday night. I can't wait for yeah, that game. Exactly. They, yeah, I'm pumped for that one. I might be in the minority here. When I, I watched – boy, I've I've watched the conference a little bit more the last couple – like week and a half. Um the only, and, the, and we'll get to San Jose State. The only thing I know about them is Tim Miles. I covered him back in my during my daily Lobo days, so now I'm starting to age myself because he was at he was at Colorado State a long time ago. But uh, this, I think this Boise State team is is really good, and I'm looking forward to this game Friday night. And I don't, they might be the class act of the conference. Obviously, the jury's still out, but in in regards to <laughs> Who's in first place in the conference? And I'll, I'll start with that on this one. It's Nevada. What do you make of that with Steve Alford? No, oh, you, you there, Ed? Yeah. Oh, you, you asking me? Or oh, yeah. No, no, I was asking you. Sorry. Well, you know what? They're five and one. Sorry about that, Jared. I know, I know that was my question. Um, you know what? Five and one and 15 and four overall. And, uh, you know, uh, Alfred has had some really uh, good recruiting seasons there, just hadn't been able to put it together. And you and I talked about it earlier, Ryan. Uh, you know, imagine, uh, uh, you know, Steve Alford again, uh, you know, in, in top, uh, on top of the conference, 
and uh, you know the former head man here at UNM. He's uh, you know he's having some great success there. Um, so you know you mentioned Boise State; they're in second place. Uh, so you know hats off to Nevada right now. They again, Alford has had some good teams. I thought their team last year was pretty good. He's he's done a decent job recruiting there. Um, the, the recruiting classes he had here at UNM with Snell and Greenwood and Gordon and uh, you know um, he had some uh, in, incredible success here. And you know he made a Sweet 16 at UCLA. It wasn't good enough, right? Wasn't good enough for the uh, UCLA fans. Had some good recruiting classes in Nevada, and they're uh, 15 and four. And uh, you know, look, I'm going to tell you what I think about Coach Alford. Right? I've been a Lobo fan since '70. One of the best coaches we've had here. 30 and five seasons. Don't grow on trees, right? Not a community guy. You know, I've heard a lot of people went up to him. Uh, you know, from Indiana, Coach. I'm from Indiana. You know, hey, and went to try to talk to him, and he's not that guy, right? But as a coach here, he did a fantastic job. Uh, he's had some down years at Nevada. I don't know how happy he was there uh, being at Nevada, but, hey, give him some credit. And uh, that's what I make of that. That's an interesting uh, plot here, a subplot, if you will. I, uh, I, I'm i going to defer that question to Jared. Do you what, what do you make of the Steve Albert resurgence with them in first place at Nevada? Oh, maybe, maybe not, but I think it's, <laughs> you hear me? oh yeah, you were on mute, dude. Okay. Sorry. Um, <laughs> All I good. I, say, I do that at work. Um, I was going to say, you know, I kind of knew it was going to happen just because I know he had a tough, a tough couple of years. He's trying to recreate lightning in a bottle, what he had at UNM and it wasn't working out, but he is a good coach. And you know what? He does get in good players. And I think it was about bound to happen, but we'll see if they have the longevity. I mean, that's the deal with conference play. See if they can last. Um, I, I'm switching gears. Looking ahead, you know, I I don't I can't imagine UNM having a letdown tomorrow night. But this San Jose State team is on the resurgence because I think for the most part, for a long time, they were one of the worst programs in the country. Tim Miles since revi- they got since they got into the Mountain West, they've been the worst team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I'm looking at. I'm looking at their stats, and I for, forgive me that I'm doing this because I don't know anything about them. I didn't know how good they would be this year again, other than Tim Miles. Their guard, Amari Moore, is their leading scorer. He's got more than 15 a game. Sage Tolbert is a forward, seven seven rebounds a game. And I don't know what I'm looking at with his stats, but obviously Amari Moore is, is the guy to watch. And Jared, I'll start with you. Um, and Tim, you know, Tim Miles kind of, I think he got Nebraska to the tournament one year, so he's He's a good head coach, and the joke was that he looks like uh, adult Harry Potter. Uh, not not to not to crap on anybody's uh, personal appearance, but when somebody told me that, I looked at him and I was like, "Holy holy moly, he does look like uh, he does look like adult <laughs> Harry Potter." But um, what what? And if Patino said anything today about San Jose State, what do you know about him? And is this a team that cliche? They U and M can't take them lightly. Sitting. At twelve and six and fourth in the Mountain West, they're 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 three and two. You know that they, they're right in the middle of that pack right now. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, that's San Jose. They're three and two. This is the team that only had one conference win last year. They're up to three, and it was UNM. Beat that. They only had eight overall wins last year. Man, they're already up to twelve. So I mean, this is a team that Miles has got rolling right now, and it isn't a team that they can take lightly. I mean, they beat UNLV, um, Colorado State, Fresno State. That's their latest win. And yeah, like you said, Amari, that guy's, he's tough. I mean, that's what Patino was saying. He said he's one of the best guys in the league. Definitely got a key in on him. And I mean, this is also a big team. If you look at the roster, I'm pretty sure they're one of the bigger teams 
in the Mountain West. And when we asked uh, Udezi about that, he says, oh, bigger they are, the harder they fall. So that's what they had to say about that. <laughs> Who- but um, I think, you know, this isn't a team that you could really take lightly. Was it just Patino today or were there some few players available? It was Patino and Udezi. What, what did uh, what did Udezi have to say about San, San Diego State? Was there any conversation about that? Oh, he was just talking about how big of a win that was for them. I mean, he said it was one that they have circled on the calendar. And then he was going off about um, about House chirping with the fans. And he was just uh, – it was hilarious, man, um, because they were. I mean, and House is a big-time energy guy that feeds off the crowd. And I can't remember. Someone asked him about what do you do when a guy like that is, you know, high energy like that you have to calm him down you know he's like should you calm him down in a in a in a moment like that when when you know he's maybe getting a little too fired up and Desi just said well I mean he was hitting every shot so you let him go at it go off I was like yeah good answer man uh you know I, I now that I've got you on on Udezi I heard Alec post game against Oral Roberts and I I really liked what he had to say but I guess more kudos to Odezi for being a transfer guy and coming in here and and I know Alec has another year of eligibility left, but what 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 do you make of these two guys? Have they embraced being at UNM? Have they embraced playing at the pit? Are they embracing the community? Oh, for sure. You could definitely tell they're embracing everything. They're embracing the culture and what Pro- Coach Patino is really trying to do. They have just totally embodied their position. I mean, especially Josiah. He's a guy that just wants to go out there and not really, you know, put a bunch of stats on the stat sheet, but just do whatever he can the intangibles that are like off the statue just to help his team win. I mean, obviously Desi gave the Lobos what they needed. They needed rebounds. They needed post buckets. And I think both of those guys have been huge in this resurgence for this Lobo team. I mean, that no, that's, that's truly good to hear. I, I would imagine that if they've got a big, if San Jose State with their big lineup, I, I would imagine Alec and, and Udezi are ready to go to, ready to go play these guys on Tuesday. Um, it, it, and Ed, I'll, I'll ask you this with, with the resurgence of San Jose state. Uh, do you feel, uh, do you feel that this could be a potential pit game? And I mean, well, I, I don't, I don't know what to expect tomorrow night with, with the crowd. I, I want your opinion on that. Yeah, that's a good question because last week against Earl Roberts, after uh, we dropped that game to UNLV, in front of a packed house. It's a Monday night. You mentioned this, Ryan. National championship, 9,000 fans. It's a good game, though, right? UNM prevails. Oral Roberts had a 10-game win streak. Uh, tomorrow night, uh, you know, it's a big win, right? 77. That's, I talked about that a lot yesterday. It's a big win. I'm on a high, right? I've, I've had, I feel good about mobile wins. I felt bad about some losses, right? But this one here, I'm like, hey, went on the road and beat these guys. We hadn't beat them since 2017. So tomorrow... 10 to 12, I'll predict. And, you know, I don't know if it'll be 15. You know, it's a weeknight. I'll say 10 to 12. Um, you know, hopefully. I, I, I don't know if it'll be a sellout. I hope it will be. I don't know if it's quite there yet where the fans have said we're all the way back, right? Um, so I'm hoping uh, – I think that that's what I'm predicting for tomorrow night. A good crowd, but uh, not a sellout. I, I, you know, San Jose State, notoriously. But, but I think Jared makes good points. Tim Miles, uh, already 12 wins, right? We, we used to see San Jose State on the road, and you know, when the games were played there, how many fans did they have? 200, 300? Maybe. Uh, maybe yeah. house, right? So they're doing much better. Uh, and, and uh, Jared, you know, I'll do respect, man, to you because you're there covering the conferences, you know, uh, the press conferences, you know, a little bit more, right? 
So I think tomorrow night, um, this isn't a, a game that the Lobos should look past at all. Uh, the, Tim Miles is one heck of a good coach. So that's my prediction for uh, tomorrow night, Ryan. I think there'll be a, a nice large crowd there. I wouldn't think it'd be 15,000. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, you know, I think what's interesting is they get San Jose State tomorrow night and then they get Boise on Friday night. And I think it's a Fox Sports one game or it might be a it's got to be one of the the, the two stations. Um, they're both Fox Sports. Yeah. They're both good. Yeah, it says FS1. Okay, I didn't do my read. Once again, my due diligence, not doing my homework before getting on here. Um I mean, kind of, kind of deferred to you, Jared. What, what do you make? What, what do you think the kind of crowd they'll be tomorrow night with this post SDSU win? I agreed with that on on the on the San Jose State game. I think, yeah, probably maybe eleven, twelve. I think that would be good. And I'm hoping, yeah, with Boise State, we pack the pit because, like you said, that's a good team. Well, I, I, I think they're the the San Diego State resurgence. I mean, this this win over San Diego State is just going to be in, incredibly big for them moving forward. I, I, they can't have a letdown. And I think, <laughs> I think losing to San Jose state would be continuing this roller coaster that has been since new year's Eve, where they, they, they held on by the, by the skin of their teeth against, against Wyoming. And then obviously what they've had, but Hey, they've won, they've won two in a row and they've looked pretty good on the road and at home. So I, I would say there there has to be a level of positivity here in this town. Um, Ed Nunez, he's the voice of Western New Mexico, and he is a UNM alumni. Hey, I want to thank you for joining the Pit Press podcast as as Pit Press podcast as always, Ed. I'm much appreciated. Ryan, always a pleasure. JC, good talking to you, man. And yeah, Jared, good talking. And Jared, well, I wasn't going to forget about you, man. And Jared Chester <laughs> from KRQE is a sports anchor and reporter there. Hey, I want to thank both of you for joining the podcast. As always, man, you the man, and thanks for having us on. Anytime. Have you been thinking about buying, selling, or investing in real estate? Tyler and Shana Camps with Keller Williams Realty have been serving New Mexico families for over 10 years. With their knowledge and guidance, you're guaranteed to have a slam dunk experience. Give them a call at 505-615-8437. The Pit Press Podcast. Yes, indeed. There's a cross key oh. beat and a dog through. Desi from.